stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Amon Ray St. Brown is a tier five wide receiver, according to NFL. Why? Because he's going to be getting targets there because he is the guy that surprised me. Really good. He's really good. He's de- well, he's better than his brother. I'll tell you that. Well, right yeah, now. he's a lot better than his brother. But what, he had like over. Right. I mean, when you look at, I mean, he's he would clearly be head and shoulders the Packers' number one wide receiver. So that is brings me to my point, which is, does this give you pause at all? Does this make you more concerned? Is this as they're starting to like rattle off lists of the best wide receivers in the league? And we still assume that there is going to be. I mean, we still assume that Rodgers is going to get close to his forty one hundred yards, forty one hundred passing yards from last season, don't we? Because you guys keep telling me they're not they're not changing the offense wholly. They're not going to go to a running offense and rely on their running backs when they still have Aaron Rodgers under center. So somebody's got to get those catches. Somebody's got to get those yards. Are you telling me that Alan Lazard can't be a thousand yard receiver uh, this season? No, I don't think so. Uh, so seventy five catches. What would have to average out in order for him to get a thousand? With the math. I mean, because he's been averaging, what, 12, which is very top-end, tight-end-esque. Or at least it was in my day. But he had 40 catches for 500 yards last year, so you're basically doubling those catches. It was 75. Wouldn't you double the yardage? Yeah, but that it makes it a lot easier when you got a guy like Devontae on the other side. You know, if you're going to be the guy and you're going to get the focus of the coverage... 75 might be. And the only reason I'm taking Lazard is because I anticipate him being healthy for the whole year. Watkins, I don't anticipate, right? I mean, I hope. Cobb, I don't He, I don't think he can play a whole year. Probably not. And then you have young guys. I mean, the, the 4,000 mark is the 3,000 mark when I played. Sure. Does he get there? I don't think so. So in 2015, and that's the the year I keep thinking about when I look at this Packers wide receiving core, the year that Jordy Nelson got hurt and Devontae Adams played with an ankle injury, Aaron had just over 3,800 passing yards. James Jones led the team with 890 receiving yards. Randall Cobb, 829. Richard Rodgers, 510. Devontae Adams, 483. James Starks, 392. And it goes on and on and on from there. That's what I see. I see maybe a couple of guys getting to 800 yards for this team. I don't see a 1,000-yard receiver. I don't either, and I don't see anyone, like I said, catching over 75 balls. Yeah, because you're going to spread it around a little bit more. Yeah. But I think it's going to be tough for Rodgers to repeat what he did last year in terms of the 4,100, 4,200 that he did the year before without Devontae. I think his, his production is going to fall off a little bit by a couple hundred yards. Which is why he's dropped in fantasy football. Yeah, that and, I mean, fantasy football, when you start talking about quarterbacks... Yeah, the rushing the, the and all rushing that. The rushing yards I get that. becomes I get that. more valuable. Can you rely on Alan Lazard for one quarter of your passing yards? No. If we assume that Rodgers gets close, if not eclipsing, last year's 41-15, and Alan Lazard is the number one guy, is there any chance you can say, yeah, I could see him having one-fourth of the passing yards this year? I don't. I just don't see it. I just want to see how he reacts without having a stud on the other side. Right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, are they they can double him if they want. If you double an Alan Lazard, you might as well forget it. He ain't getting the ball. You could still double Devontae, and there's a chance he's still going to get the ball. You double, you double ball. anyone. You double anyone in that receiver group. 
Go to number two. So what is going to be the key then, Shu? Are we talking about a lot more motions this year? Are we talking about, and no. they've obviously been moving that into the offense. That is a staple, I believe, of Matt LaFleur, even if Aaron Rodgers doesn't like it, right? Because he likes his tempo. He likes to be able to sit in there and get the defense off with his cadence and whatnot. But are, is that, how do you, when you have average, 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 Spread maybe slightly? Spread it around. Lazard gets five balls, Watkins gets four, Tunyon gets four. You know, you're going to see a lot of that. The tough thing is when it's nut crunching time. Excuse me? Third and eight, right? Who are you going to? Randall. Which one? What do you mean, which one? I got you! Tony Randall? He had to think if there was another Randall on Cunning, the roster. No. I'm Cunningham? not sure that's what just happened. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not at all what just happened. Yeah. When you say which one, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Confused by your tactics. Yeah, it makes four of us. Am, am I right? That's... I mean, because Randall's clearly the guy he trusts the most, right? So I would think in those... Well, and Juwan Winfrey. He didn't trust... He got caught. Yeah, he doesn't trust Juwan to the, the one they did, I Randall. <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. Um, so Randall Cobb is the number one guy, probably from a trust standpoint. Although uh, I would put Tunyon up there if he's healthy. It's not the same as what he has in Randall. Randall's Randall's the guy. Randall's got years and years. He literally asked for him to come back. So I know. I understand back. that, but from a talent standpoint, I think that there's going to be a point where where I think we all think that Tunyon is better talent wise than Randall Cobb. I mean, he's right? probably better right now than Randall Cobb is talent wise. My only my only caveat there was that he's coming off of the ACL, and it may take him a little time to get back up to speed. But that's what I'm saying. Like from a talent wise, I think that Tunyon will be better than Randall Cobb this season and there will be a point in the season where maybe it shifts from him going to Randall Cobb as the security blanket, the safety valve and starts looking at Tunyon as that guy. Yeah, but do we have to give Tunyon Tunyon kind of the uh, who's the DB I couldn't think of corner? That kind of treatment. He had one he had one very good year, right? Yes. And then last year, even though he had uh, help with the left tackle situation, wasn't burning down the house. No. And no. then you, you, you put an ACL injury on top of that, and is he going to get back to where he was two years ago? So there's just so many questions, you know? But you see why I'm saying brace yourself. Yeah. Let's not go in and say, hey, ho, 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 number three offense in the NFL here. I mean, things could start off very rocky. Gabe, just don't panic. Okay. I will panic. No, I whenever I damn I well know. please. But there's a part of me that like wants you to panic because I enjoy it so much. <laughs> That's the problem. 